All right, all right, all right. What's going on, everyone? Operation Unknown, Season 3, Episode 7. Big Apple and Birdman. What's up, Birdman? How are you? Back at it again. 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 I mean, it was just yesterday we were recording, I think, or something. I don't know. Podcast magic. Podcast magic. Yeah, it's been a couple months, I think. Anyway, we'll get this season done. (laughs) I don't think it's been that long. (laughs) Huh? Has it been that long? Oh, it hasn't been that long. If, If it was when I was in Texas... It's been it's like three months. Man. Don't tell the people that. I mean, uh, yeah, last week, last week we were just following up. Yeah, well, what have you been up to since the last in Texas? Right, yeah, protecting the yeah. homeland, doing your civic duty. Yeah, same old, same old. Close to what end of end of this month, like the twenty eighth, we're we're supposed to be back to hundred percent at work. So I'll be back to going into the office every day and potentially getting back to doing the job I'm supposed to do, but we'll see. All right. Sounds boring. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see what it all entails. I didn't pay the, attention to anything you just said. No. Whatever. What's going on in the, what's going on in the Utah state? Uh, same old shit, man. I had COVID for a little bit. That was nice. That was fun. Um, welcome, to, welcome to the club. Now, apparently it doesn't exist. So I just missed the, the cutoff of getting yeah, it. It would have just been a cold then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, nothing really, uh, covid got i got a snow, dog right got some um, snow we had some snow we had some snow last night actually it was yeah, unexpected because i don't ever watch the news so i didn't know you know i've been eating pretty good lately our disbeliever in chief decided he wants been, to cook all the time the the, the chef in chief is what it yeah. is now right? yeah right <laughs> many hats he wears many hats and speaking Indeed. of which we actually have a guest tonight it's we the do. first lady of disbeliever in chief it's, no because I'm like in the same boat as you guys <laughs> looking so? at the disbeliever. In uh, <laughs> well, welcome, Lori. You've been on this uh, podcast with us before. So welcome. Back. I have. Thank you. What's going on with you? Although I already know because I saw you last night and everyone <laughs> else. I'm an essential worker in the state of Utah now. Get the fuck I used to work from here. home. I work at the liquor store. Very essential. <laughs> and I get... And I get <laughs> retirement from it. <laughs> That's actually pretty awesome. So yeah, it is. So I'm um, I'm willing to bet Utah is probably one of the only states that <laughs> with a like, that and like on state or probably whatever. Virginia. Oh, <laughs> uh, ABC. ABC, yeah. Government run. Not a sponsor yet. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Speaking of not a sponsors, I'm, my not a sponsor drink tonight is Michelob Ultra Seltzers. Because for some reason, Utah doesn't sell Coronas anymore. I didn't think they ever did. I thought you had to go to on base to get them, right? In the state of Utah. <laughs> right. On a but federal they need, installation. They don't, they don't even have them on base Utah now? Or? Oh, I haven't seen them. I've only oh, been to the base like once, but still, I haven't seen them. Not that I didn't bootleg a trunk full of them to you last <laughs> time I was out there. But. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I've got, uh, no, I, which, I, haven't, I had a claw earlier. I did a Bud Light Seltzer Sour Blue Raspberry. Oh, I saw those. Are those any There's, good? I really like the, the Seltzer really? Sours are really good. I okay. Like okay. Then, but now I've, so. I've moved on to Bud Light, but I've got a little... Oh, back here, fireball. I mean, I got, <laughs> I got all kinds of stuff over here. My fridge is stacked. Oh, I got these. I tried to get the Jack Daniels ones, but the lady at the drive-thru didn't understand me. But I got the Crown Apple or Crown Royal Apple. Ooh. 
They had a Jack Daniels apple in the cans like this. Those were gross. Are they? I didn't like it. But one of those might get open tonight. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see where the night takes us. But yeah, I'm, I'm rocking the rocking the Bud Light at the moment. Good times. What are you drinking? What's the, what, yeah, what's the first lady drinking? I am drinking Smirnoff Ice Pink Lemonade Malt Beverage. It's like Kool Aid because I'm say, a lightweight. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna that sounds delicious. It's fucking delicious. Again, Kool Aid because I'm a lightweight. Of, what's the Kool-Aid. percentage? Speaking of Kool Aid, we're not there yet. Four point five. Stop trying to start the show. Um, <laughs> I'm not. What? I wanted to refer. First of all, I wanted to refer to a past episode we've done already on Jim right. Jones. Yeah, I, I just recently found out that there's a biopic coming out starring oh, right. Leonardo DiCaprio. That's right. Yes. Playing Jim. Jo- so he's playing Jim Jones and H.H. Holmes, another person we've discussed this season. This guy's all over the place. You know, it's going to be a fucking good movie, too. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'll, be, it'll probably be fucked up. They actually go into like detail with showing kids drinking that shit and being force fed and whatever. But Oh, I'm sure. They, I mean, if they want to do it justice as, right. as it is, I mean, they're, they're going to. It's going to be realistic. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, the, the Bud Light Seltzer Sours are 5%. Just FYI. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm working with here. 4%. Well, yeah, you said, oh, you have the seltzers. That's right. I was going right, to say yeah. it's an ultra, it's whatever. All right, let's get to work. Mm-hmm. So this season, we're doing all serial killers, as everyone probably already knows who's been listening since episode one. Talked about H.H. Holmes, Ed Gain, John Wayne Gacy, Golden State Killer, all the big dogs. Okay. And now I feel like we're starting to get to like the all-stars, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. You got to, you know, you got to slowly build up to it. I mean, you just don't. Right. I mean, we basically talked about the Yankees. Your, your best we're not hitter, talking about your best hitter. Yet. Right. Your best power hitter doesn't lead off. No, no. We're, we're yeah, you I guess it. We're, if we're going to put it that way, we're talking about our cleanup here tonight here. Right. But I mean, let's not talk about baseball since they don't even want to do a season. But anyway, right. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do a new thing. Everyone drink when Birdman digresses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to fill this bad boy up. I know I need to open a new one. All right. <laughs> so here we go. Episode seven. This is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about somebody who did not seem to give a shit or care about women at all, like most of our serial killers. But he did this. He did things differently. And he was influenced, I guess, a little differently than most other serial killers that we've talked about. You know, most of them have been raped by the family members growing up or beaten up or whatever. This one wasn't, I guess he wasn't really raped or beaten up as bad as some of the other people but he was influenced greatly with drugs and a lot of other shit and stories and pictures and what whatnot from other family members during uh what is it the vietnam war i think right but yeah all right anyway <laughs> yeah i mean he still had there was still the childhood shit that went down that caused right or contributed to him i think him. he was what physically beaten by his father correct Right, and I th- was was his dad a cop or something like that? I think. Well, I know his cousin was his older cousin was in the military. Was in the military. He went to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Or his Where? his dad when like he was in Mexico was like a Mexican cop, mm-hmm. and then they oh, moved. Okay. To, Quiet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a, a cop in Mexico, right? Well, it may have been different back then. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, we're going to talk about. Let's see, what's his full fucking name here? Ricardo Leva Munoz Ramirez. Also known as Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, or as, or as Billy refers to him, Dick Ramirez. Dick Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, oh, Dicky Ramirez. <laughs> Old Dicky. That doesn't sound doesn't sound as as scary then. I mean, he he. When you look at him, he's kind of creepy. 
Like, oh, he's, oh yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he, he stares through your soul in the pictures. He has no oh, yeah. eyes. He has no pupils, no color. It's just black eyes. <laughs> you ever seen a shark's eyes? Yeah, a doll's is. eyes, black. Like. <laughs> What's that from? It sounds familiar. Jaws, man. Oh, right. We're that was a semi-digression. Drink. <laughs> semi-digression, yeah. But yeah, he, he grew up pretty uh, pretty shitty life. He had a cousin who went to Vietnam, as we discussed, and he would always show Richard Ramirez pictures of like women and kids that he tortured and raped or whatever when he over in Vietnam. I mean, he was a yeah. he was pretty notorious in his own right for all right. the shit that he did over there. But right, hey, it's wartime. It's okay, and whatever. Yeah. And when you're a 12 year old kid seeing shit like this coming from an older family member, you must be like thinking to yourself, oh, "This is this is okay. This is normal." We're I think he this, said. Right? That he was like in awe, right? He wasn't. Yeah, he, he it wasn't, wasn't like, like gross. He thought it was. Uh, I don't. Is awesome the right word? I don't. I mean, think he was, it was awesome, but he took in all of that, and it didn't scare him or anything. Yeah, it was. What was it? The thing I saw said he didn't look at it as traumatic, but rather a subject of fascination. There you go. Fascinated. So, yeah, he was fascinated mm-hmm. by it, which. And only Again, we are with like, him, right? <laughs> only we're not we're not going out killing people, right? But he also witnessed his cousin murder his wife, also like right. like a year. I think he was what thirteen. So he so he got all these pictures and shit brought to light when he was twelve, and then a year later he's like sitting there watching his cousin murder his I guess cousin in law. I don't know how that works. It's just it's just a cousin. It's just cousin. Yeah. Okay. Or you can just say your cousin's wife, but. Most Either way, for a 13-year-old to witness somebody getting murdered like in front of you, it's kind of it's got to be traumatizing. And but if he but he, what the pictures of all that shit that went down in Vietnam was all right, he found yeah he found that stuff fascinating. Then he probably getting to like, see it firsthand is like oh this is this is yeah. awesome. You know, I mean, yeah, when I grow up, you know, like, right, and that's how it escalated too because not it it's like the pictures came to life mm-hmm. And yeah, it get, just yeah. got even more fascinating because he watched someone die. He's right there and seeing the yeah. live. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of looking at the photos, right. And his cousin got off easy because they just wrote it off as PTSD from the war. Right. You know, so he got committed to an asylum or mental hospital. And then, I mean, at some point he got out. Mm. Yeah, and then they around. reconnected then too. Yeah, they right. reconnected. Yeah. Well, it was around that time where he started breaking into homes. So he had already started, I guess, like doing what he became known for. Well, because he had a drug addiction. I was going to say, he was even at that young age, he was already. He was already. I think he started smoking and drinking at 10. Is that? It was somewhere right right around there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And guess who introduced that to him? Yeah. He was injecting the marijuanas, I think. He was injecting the marijuana. (laughs) Oh, I'm like. I'm sitting here waiting for that reaction. I'm like, no way. He was smoking the cocaine. What are you doing over there, Richard? I'm doing the drugs. I'm, are you on the pot? <laughs> Meanwhile, his cousin's actually like, here, take this. It's fucking awesome. Right, because uh, where is it? Like at 14, he was doing LSD. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, and it's the, no matter what age, I mean, the drugs he was doing is going to fuck you up. But even, but even more so to start doing all the stuff he was doing like during those formative years where his, you know, he's still growing his, you know, brain still developing all that shit. And he's pumping all this stuff in it along with the images that his cousin's showing him or witnessing people getting murdered in front of him. I mean, that's all gonna, 
sink into his brain again as it's developing but getting mix matched with all the fucking drugs and everything else i mean it's no wonder he ended up the way he did yeah and apparently he went so his first victim was like a 79 year old woman so i guess whatever he was doing he probably thought to himself like if i'm gonna try to do this i'm I'm not gonna pick someone who's gonna be able to fight back you know what i mean because why else would you pick an old an old lady like that as your first victim i mean it is a easy target but it is because i mean he was doing all the breaking ins and stuff too just to you know ransack and you know try to get stuff to sell or whatever for the you know to pay for the drugs and all that stuff so is it uh i know this is an old lady that lives here or it's this is just the house i broke into and there happens to be an old lady right and this is when i'm gonna start i'm gonna start doing my shit (laughs) and that's why he was so scary and so many people what was like a year and a couple months that they had no idea because he would, I, I mean, it, it was probably just a random house and I needed money for drugs. Right. You know? and, th- and that's the thing. There was no, like, other than breaking in, there was no real mm-hmm. pattern. Right. Right. And, all, and that's the other thing. It is. It's only like a year, year and a half where mm-hmm. all of this shit went down. So, I mean, it's yeah. just boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Where some of, you know, some of the other people we've talked about, it gets you know, strung out, spread out over years for all this. And I mean, this motherfucker, and this is why he's batting cleanup Mm because he's getting it done in a fucking short amount of time. So, yeah. I mean, allegedly he didn't even do anything for eight months after he killed this woman. This was in 1984 where he killed her. But I guess later on in life, they found there was DNA on another crime scene of a a nine-year-old girl. Right. Three dates. Also. That first. Yeah. Yeah. The. So I guess, I, yeah, so I even even if it wasn't, like, even if an old woman wasn't his first, he chose a child as his first. So I guess either way, he was thinking to himself, whether it be an old woman or a girl, I'm, I think he might have been stalking this person just to get a feel for what it's like doing what his cousin did to these Vietnamese women in Vietnam. You know what I mean? Well, that's the other I thing. Think, I think the that nine-year-old girl, I think she was, I don't know if she was from Vietnam, but I think it was like an Asian girl that you know so so was it the the images from you know the vietnam war you know because again obviously you know his cousin was in vietnam so seeing the vietnamese women did that play into it where like this is who i want to go after at least you know for the first time or whatever but yeah he like like that nine-year-old i mean he strung her up like with her like ended up hanging her on a pipe in a basement like with her shirt or dress or whatever i mean it's fucked up yeah yeah it's an individual and then it wasn't nobody a- digressed, but we all just took a drink there. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. We need to cleanse our palate for a second. Synchronized <laughs> drinking. That should be a fucking Olympic sport. But later on, he would like when he would do these home invasions, he would he would rape, beat, murder people. He wouldn't kill them all, or I guess some of them just survived, but he would he would start leaving like satanic symbols all over the place and shit. Like and I guess that was kind of new. Cause when we're talking about serial killers, you don't really think that the devil really has anything to do with it. I mean, there was, you know, one other guy that we haven't discussed yet or probably won't this season, but he's also famous and he's had some issues with a dog that some people might know about. <laughs> spoiler alert. But, you know, that's more of a clue, not spoiler alert. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know who I'm talking about, then you should probably Google it. <laughs> You're getting better at Googling. You're getting better at Googling. <laughs> but yeah, I'm coming mean, along. This is probably something the police haven't really seen like this before where especially in the 80s where you, you got like, say, I mean, people were doing satanic rituals and shit, I guess. 
and maybe like sacrifices, but they weren't seeing to this scale people or someone going into all these homes, doing all this shit and just leaving satanic symbols everywhere, you know? Well, and it was when he linked back up with his cousin is when the, you know, and I don't know if it was from cousin's influence or it's just something they decided, hey, let's look into this shit. But that's when the Satanism started coming around. And again, you know, he's still a freaking young kid, basically. I'm starting to think like this fucking cousin was a real asshole. What the fuck? I, I, he I was would... a sociopath for right. sure. <laughs> and I, I think that's the difference where his cousin is a sociopath, mm-hmm. but Ricardo, he he wasn't born that way. He was made that way. Right. Because of the influences, you know? And I think that's that's what makes him scary too, is he became who he was. The serial killer, right? And that, because he was already a serial killer, you know. Right, and again, because in during that those formative years, mm-hmm. the influences, right, that he had, and again, and you he, know, fast forward to see him, you know, pictures of him like in trial and stuff. I mean, it, there is no, there is no soul in those eyes. It's no, they're dead. No, I mean, he's sitting there on the fucking stand. And he's just like, "Hail Satan!" I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. When his cousin was in the army too, so I mean that that speaks a lot too. So that, that's where the sociopath comes from. Just saying, <laughs> just putting it out there. Ura. Anyway, <laughs> that's a little digression. Sorry. Yeah. So he was. Uh, yeah. So the fact that someone is able to be molded the way that he was is just mind-boggling. Because you hear about these other serial killers, and you think to yourself, like, okay, well, you know, this one was raped a lot by like his dad or whatever. Maybe that's why he did it. Ed Kemper, he was. You know, he was always talked down to by his mother and his grandmother and all these other people, women in his life. Like, oh, you're a piece of shit. And that's why he hated women. But the fact that, like, this cousin of his would just talk to his 12-year-old cousin and be like, hey, look what I did in Vietnam. How cool is this? Starting something that he probably didn't even think he started or would have started, but did. It's just crazy to me. Right. Because he did what he did to get Richard Ramirez started, but there's no way that his cousin just kept telling him to do shit or whatever like richard ramirez took it upon himself to start doing more and more shit right he chose to do it right <laughs> but because but he chose to do it probably because of the influence of his cousin facing the dragon man he might have been going around doing this shit being like i topped my cousin fuck that guy well and that's the thing i mean it makes you wonder had the competition had well had the cousin never you know shown the pictures and did all that stuff i mean you know richard ramirez could be wouldn't even know who the fuck he was. Right, yeah. Just being you know, Joe Schmo working at the fucking post office. Or, you know, it's... Yeah, it's hard to think of that. It's weird. Or it's just he got one of those. married? Right. I thought that so... I don't remember. So I watched the documentary. Mm-hmm. And it I was, I mean, remember. it was like when he was in prison already. Right. He was on death row. It was a... And the thing was... and was she <laughs> And she... And that was the thing. She left him when it came out. About that, the nine-year-old girl, right? And then she's like, "Oh, that's too much." These other fucking because she, what did she (laughs) say? (laughs) These other, these other fucking murders and all that. That's he's innocent. That's what she said. He's innocent. But the second, what was it? Two thousand nine, two thousand. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was two thousand nine. Like the DNA, like put them all together. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, "Oh no, no, never divorced him, but never talked to him after that." And it was like ghosted his ass. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> That's a damn good documentary too. Like some of the footage they show. Like, all the, I mean, they, him getting I mean, he, captured or whatever by the people, not even the fucking police. Like, yeah, it's pretty insane. 
Oh, yeah. he, he, he the only prison inmate to you know get married like that. That does just right. amaze me. The the pen pals that turn mm. in. You might get one one fucking conjugal visit and whatever. <laughs> Got to consummate the marriage. This guy's crazy. Indeed, indeed. I think he's dead, huh? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't, to be honest, I didn't even know he lived as long as he did. He died in like 2013. Yeah. Right. Good old fucking justice. And that's the thing, because I mean, usually when someone like that, you know, passes or whatever, I mean, there's a relatively, you know, couple stories, you know, on the news or whatever. But I don't ever remember. I don't either. Hearing, hearing about it. I mean, not that I was into it as much as I am now, but I mean, you still hear shit in the news. But yeah, I don't remember. Because again, yeah, it was, it was 2013. I mean, I get it if it would have been while I was still in and on the other side of the world, you don't catch all the news over there. But yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't think he's as well known as well known of a serial killer than like John Wayne Gacy, Mm. you know, or Dahmer. I've heard more about them than I ever did. I guess. Yeah. Richard Ramirez. And why do you think that is? I don't know. Is it just like, is it because racism? It's racism is what it is. Is it? <laughs> I don't. I feel like I feel like as many. It's all Trump's as, fault. I feel like as many people as he killed in the manner that he did it, it would gain or garner a lot of attention. No, I. Th- I. You would think that too. I. Yeah. I mean, I'm especially he in the is, LA if area. You're a serial killer. Well, he did LA and San Fran. He I mean, did. In California, it's La La Land. I mean, that that should be all over the news. Yeah. But I mean, is or the, the fact why... that it is California, it's like, oh, it's just another day in California. Like, is the reason why they weren't able to catch him was because he was going from L.A. to San Francisco, two completely dis- different districts, and the cops weren't talking to each other. Well, that's we. Because... I mean, that's that's one thing with a lot of, and again, it's for whatever reason, man. The seventies and eighties were the fucking heydays for all the people. We talk about, and there was that, and I mean, I can attest today that it's still an issue, but even more so back then, the lack of communications, interdepartment, interagency, all that stuff. I mean, it it just seemed like they didn't, they didn't want to share information with each other. Like, I've got a similar case. You've got a similar case. Well, And and the thing, though, like we talked about, though, you know, again, other than break-ins, you know, again, the other serial killers we've talked about kind of have the patterns and stuff other they than break-ins. Yeah, yeah this was kind of all over the place. Yeah. But, you know, I know they were starting to get, I know there's at least one or two of them where, you know, they were able to find your fingerprint. That's how they connected it to them. There were some shoe right. prints found at a couple of them and stuff. But again, I mean, obviously the, you know, investigation world and law enforcement has improved leaps and bounds. You know, and again, for us now to look back and be like, how the fuck did they even miss you know, it? Not, yeah, how could yeah. they not connect the dots? But right. hindsight is 2020. Right. Well, I guess if it wasn't for these people, the police still wouldn't be talking to each other these days. Well, and again, like I said, they, it still doesn't happen as often as it probably should, but. Right. Well, you would know better than anyone. Some of them won't talk to you just because of the agency you work for, but I'm, <laughs> I digress. But that's what, that's basically what led to his arrest is that he was seen outside of a home after committing whatever crime he was doing to that victim that night. And he unwittingly left a footprint. Right. And then the same person who saw him decided, oh, let me write down the make and model of the car and the license plate. Oh, good job, citizen. Right. That's what you should do. Like, that's fucked up. You see someone running out of a house. You don't know who he is. I would I would assume that the person knows who's in the area, this, that, and the other thing. So if you see, see something, say, see dude, something, say something. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. You I know, mean, what was funny. Like all the victims 
I don't think any of this is funny, ma'am. No, no, no. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know why it stands out, but every person said, or the survivors said he had really bad breath. He had really fucked up up. teeth and bad breath. And that's because of the drugs, you know? Meth mouth. But that he was apparently like like, uh, addicted to candy and shit too. And he just never went to the dentist or (laughs) brushed his teeth. Or Or like, he did go to the dentist, right? But the and they were watching the dental office. Well, that's yes. The dentist, I guess, but they he contacted come back. the police after there was like a description. Because this mm-hmm. la- this last person who saw him leave the house, the victim, she didn't get killed, and she gave a description of him. You know, and the, I guess the only reason she lived because she had to swear her allegiance and love to Satan. So he was probably like, "All right, good. I'm gonna let you live because you love Satan." Deuces. <laughs> who doesn't? So, right, but I, I guess. The dentist was like, well, fuck, I'm supposed to have this guy come in to get his shit all fucked up and fixed. But I guess he like missed his bus or something that day. So they're sitting there like surveilling the, the office the whole time and he just never shows up. So I wonder if the police were like, who who tipped this guy off? Come on now. But it wasn't I think it was once they started releasing his description on the news. I think people like saw him on a bus. Right. And then we're, they were calling the police and trying to like. You know, it's the 80s, you don't have cell phones. So I guess people run into a phone booth trying to be like, oh, he just got off the bus here or he got on the bus here. So they were all like trying to follow him. And I think it was like some rant. I guess he was like near his house and a bunch of people in the neighborhood saw him and were like going after him with like bats and shit. And they were like, (laughs) it was like a mob. Yeah. The mob, because everybody was living in fear. They didn't know if they were going to be next. It could be literally anyone. Anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what like was hard for Californians at the time. I guess people living in Los Angeles Mm -hmm. is everyone was so scared because it was what tire iron. You could get stabbed. You can get strangled. You can get shot. You can get shot any age, honestly, old, young, mid thirties. I mean, yeah, there Everybody's was no, number was up. Yeah, there was no rhyme or reason to it at all. Yeah, he was just doing right. whatever the fuck he wanted to do because he felt like doing it. Yeah. But yeah, he, apparently they beat the fuck out of him too. So good on them. Yeah, he he kept trying to like carjack people, I guess, to escape. And the, the citizens were like, nah, nah, bitch. Get your well, that was the thing. I mean, a lot of the the crimes he did, you know, he went there in a stolen vehicle. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. The so one I mean, time they, you he know, gets seen, he's in his own fucking car. Right. Mm-hmm. Go figure. That's all it takes. It's usually a car is what does uh, does them in too. You know, David Berkowitz was caught. Same reason he got a ticket. Yeah, because his dumbass brought his own car and then parked in a fucking illegal spot. Stupid. Did it'll, the dog not tell you to fucking do that? <laughs> it'll it'll get you. Him. He's a good. He's, <laughs> he would have been a good episode. Oh well, we'll, maybe maybe we'll do a surprise episode. Right. We can have we can have honorable mentions. Yeah, we only tease that like a surprise episode every season so far. We've never done it. <laughs> it starts today. Every episode is a surprise episode. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, changes perspective. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, one thing that tells me this guy really didn't give a fuck was when he was sentenced to death for like all the crimes he was charged with. I guess someone asked him about it and he was just like, all right, hey, big deal. Death always comes with the territory, I guess, when you're in the serial killer business. And then he said, I'll see you in Disneyland. I don't think he was going to Disneyland after getting sentenced to death. I don't know why he would say that. It's kind of weird. But then again, well, it was, it was, it was like, I mean, he got what, like 19 death sentences or some yeah. shit? Yeah. It was, all you need is the one. I don't right. know why they do that. I mean, I'll, we're going to sentence you to 77,000 years. Like, 
Okay. I mean, so even after you die, we're good. gonna keep your corpse in that cell. <laughs> it's like you could. Well, I, know, I know there's something like I know that like with with multiple death sentences, then the, you know there's like no chance of parole and stuff like that. It's, okay. All right. I, I think there is there is some logic to it allegedly, but hmm. yeah, you'd think one one's enough, but which you know obviously it was for him. Yeah. And I guess later on in life, you know, just like every other serial killer, they kept linking more and more crimes to him because of DNA. Right. So, I mean, I mean, when you get convicted for like five, you know, you know, there's more. There's okay. always more. This is all you caught me on. Yeah. You know, well, that's a, and I've mentioned it before. I don't. And I guess, it, you know, it, because of their mental state for a lot of these people. But my thing is, you know, if you're caught, then just, yeah. I did this, I did that. Just fucking come out and say what you did. You know, there's always the, and like I said, we've mentioned it before where you do have some of the people like, oh, I killed a hundred people. No, motherfucker, we know you only killed four. You're trying to claim all this other stuff. But I mean, for stuff like this, all right, you caught me. This is what I did, you know, and don't wait for DNA to prove it up. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, you know, I started four years previous to what you think I started because there's all these other people I fucking burglarized and murdered and raped and tortured and all that shit but well the nine-year-old was the one that was in san francisco that's how they they the dna right. figured that one out but i think i think to a lot of them it becomes such it becomes a game to the point where even though they got caught they're still gonna sit there and be like it wasn't me right well, well like i said like, that, that goes just control. to like right yeah. they said it, it's because of the way they are mm-hmm. i said a normal common sense person okay you caught me here's what i did right. And but no, think- yeah, they still, again, they're, yeah, they're going to fucking continue on with the, the way they are until the day they die. Right. It's weird because some of them, you listen to some of these guys talk and to them, it's a game. Different people, I guess, play different games. So like with him and a couple of others, it's like they're playing checkers. But when you get to people like John Wayne Gacy and Ted Bundy and you listen to them talk in interviews. This is chess, motherfucker. This ain't checkers. Yeah, it's chess. <laughs> he is Tim fucking steps ahead of you <laughs> oh my god like you know it, i mean we'll get into this in the ted bundy episode but when you hear him talk and do his interviews and he starts helping the po- helping the police as if he <laughs> wasn't the killer it's right. just, it's it's insane to watch like he actually believes he's helping them try to find this guy who he knows for a fact was him right and it's just the weirdest thing and john wayne gacy did the same shit and it's fucking creepy if you haven't seen that documentary on peacock i I highly recommend you watch it it's fucking weird and it's like apparently the first audio or video footage of john wayne gacy being interviewed too so it's a little weird but i just i find it mind-boggling where you get people like that who are like they seem calculated Golden State Killer, the Zodiac Killer, they all seem calculated. And you get guys like Richard Ramirez, this fucking asshole who just was addicted to drugs, candy, and torturing people. And Satan. Satan made him do it. It's all about Satan. So you have your genius serial killers like Bundy, Kemper, and all them. And then you you got guys like Ramirez who just, it was almost like they just were lucky. Well, and that's the thing, though. I mean, that's until after a while. And I think that's one of the things that's so fascinating about serial killers. And I mean, just criminals all around it's just it there's it, it covers all spectrums i mean just like the general population i mean it could be Very anybody too <laughs> right again I've, I've said it numerous times some of the smartest motherfuckers i met and some of the stupidest motherfuckers I ever met were in the marine corps and i mean that's just that's society and again you, you're gonna have i mean you know just going to work one day i mean you've got 
some people you work with that are, you know, you, you, and then you, you have, you know, book smart, but no common sense. You have people that have common sense, but maybe not as much book smart. And so you're going to get that even, you know, in this realm of serial killers and criminals, you've got these people with crazy high IQs that are you know <laughs> using their powers for bad, but you know, they are calculating all that stuff, but then you got the ones that are just fucking kind of off the wall, but are still, are still stacking bodies, you know, and, and bumping up their count. But it, it's just, it's, it, and that's like I said, I think that's one of the things that's so fascinating about this is that it's, it could be anybody. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it's us, it, you know, it, it, that's one of the things that, you know, it is, it's nice to look on the outside, like, oh, it almost makes you feel better about yourself. Well, at least I'm not out there fucking, you know. <laughs> burglarizing houses and murdering people you know American people right <laughs> and it makes me wonder um people like this who i mean you don't give a shit what you're doing otherwise you wouldn't do what you did but then you go and you're like you're doing all these appeals and shit as if you didn't do it and is it because you actually think you didn't do this is it because you're playing games with the system or is it because you're just trying to get out to feed your fucking hunger again I think he actually thinks it's normal to just go around and do whatever he was doing because it's because that's all he's ever been shown. Right. Right. He doesn't know anything else. Right. You know, he was shown the mutilation, the rape, murder. And I mean, at 12, that's that's normal for you. That was the only world he's ever known. So he's never had a moral compass. Uh, everyone so those three influences his father his cousin and his brother-in-law they were free to indulge in their disgusting habits and he's like well shit if this is this, normal, this, this must be the way it is yeah it, this right. is you know i of course he's not gonna feel bad because that's his normal you know he was yeah. just never shown right you're, wrong. you're the weirdo for not doing it <laughs> exactly and that's it's, that's yeah. probably was like i believe in satan because that's all he's ever known yeah. you know right. and it it, so, it it actually all happened around the time or the age where people start i guess becoming aware of like what's right what's wrong what's normal what's not normal because he was like yeah, 12, it's, it's 13 those, years those old. formative years yeah right. it's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're a kid growing up and you don't see any of that, you don't know what's going on, you don't know what's right, you don't know what's wrong, whatever, you steal a candy bar because you're hungry at the deli or whatever, and then your cousin comes home from Vietnam and he, or whatever, I guess he was way earlier than that, but, you know, just starts showing you all these pictures and shit of shit that he did over there and was laughing about it and being like, oh, this was cool, you know, I did this to her and then I killed her and then I did that to her son, blah, 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 and the kid must have just been sitting there processing this like, is this normal? Right. Shit, my older cousin's saying it's normal, I guess it's normal, whatever. And no one's telling him otherwise. And he right, and he had no luckily idea. it was relatively peacetime. Otherwise, he probably would have joined up the army, tried to go to yeah. a fucking war zone and do that shit. Right, yeah, right. Made his own war zone in fucking Cali. So mm-hmm. full show. And it didn't help that like none of these people that were watching over him ever went really to jail or anything. They just kept feeding him this bullshit. Right. Well, and again, I mean, his cousin or whatever, like straight up shot his wife in the face right in front of him. And then just get sent to the yeah. loony bin for a couple of years and then released. And then he, it's not like he had any teacher figures to like help him either because he dropped out of high school. He's like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm going to go kill people. Yeah, well, yeah. But yeah, was that 41-year-old Doreen Leoy, 1996, married his ass because she's a dumbass. Actually, he <laughs> proposed in 1988. Oh, really? She finally said yes yeah. in 96, huh? <laughs> no, I think they wanted to, but I, I don't know. I can't. Uh, maybe, maybe the remember. prison system wouldn't allow it back then. Which yeah, would make sense. Sure. So he went, 
He went for appeal in 2006, and they said, fuck. Yeah, also says, beginning in 85, she was writing, she wrote him, beginning in 1985, she wrote him nearly 75 letters. In 88, he proposed to her, mm. and then for whatever reason, it was 96, they were married at old, old San Quentin. I mean, <laughs> I mean, put, put that on your freaking invitations. Yeah, right. <laughs> you were cordially invited to our wedding at San Quentin. Pretty sure her entire family disowned her. Really? I wouldn't doubt it. Was it? Yeah. And so, so for many years, she stated that she would commit suicide whenever Ramirez got executed. But then in 2009, when she found out about the the rape of the nine year old, she left his ass. And I guess when he, yeah, I was going to say, when he was, when he died in 2013, he was engaged to some 23 year old writer. Good for him. Fuck that guy. He wasn't even killed by the government. He fucking died of natural causes with, what was it, can't lymphoma or some shit? Yeah, something. Which It's always the asshole fucking serial killers that, like, have a death sentence that, like, end up dying of natural causes. Get off, yeah. They get well, off easy. Except Bundy. He didn't, uh, you know, he didn't get off. Or Dahmer. He got Dahmer what he didn't wanted. Either. Well, Dahmer, <laughs> he had a death sentence. It just wasn't by the the system. It was by yeah. other inmates. Right. It was another inmate. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, they, they did both get off, just saying. Yeah, I feel like do, 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 uh, serial killers shouldn't <laughs> awkward be silence. Serial killers should be sentenced to death. They should be sentenced to like torture for the rest of their life. Have a doctor on hand. Yeah, just just tortured. to keep them, just to keep them, oh. keep them alive. Yep, absolutely. That's, so his heart beats again. <laughs> that we would start be again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In Richard Ramirez's case, <laughs> should have just had a priest go in and talk to him every day. That would have really right. Been. <laughs> throw, throw, throw a little holy water on him. See what happens. Yeah. yeah. Would you, like know Lord <laughs> Would you like to know more about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Would you like to have them hang out with some missionaries there in Utah there for a couple of days? <laughs> the priest leaves the cell. He's like, I'm pretty sure Jesus loves everyone, but not that Except guy. Except this motherfucker. <laughs> that guy is fucked Real? up. <laughs> and he walks out. He's like, don't they have a dentist in this prison? That's a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm covered, right? Right. <laughs> And that's the sad part is he uh, everything that he got in prison was paid for by taxpayer money. You know it. Yeah. Motherfucker. Ah, fucking Night Stalker. What a son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. He is actually really, like, I don't give a shit about all these guys that I'm fascinated with, but he is a creepy person to stare at, even though he's dead. Well, again, yeah, I mean, they've all, again, after the fact, you look at a picture, be like, oh, okay, yeah, I can, I can see that. But, but a lot of them, it isn't, you know, they do look like, you know, like a normal freaking dude. Yeah, you're just your your neighbor next door. But yeah, I mean, but again, I mean, he's just got those dead eyes that just again, I mean, in pictures, he's staring through your soul. Right. He's dead. Yes, he's high. He's been high since he was 10. <laughs> <laughs> he's There's like, nothing they don't there. Yeah, yeah. They don't make LSD anymore. What should I do now? <laughs> I can't believe this motherfucker, man. But yeah, what's that? That documentary's on Netflix, right? I forget yeah, what it's the called. The Night though. Stalker. Is that what it's called? Duh. I think so. <laughs> so if you haven't seen um, that, that's a good fucking show. Yeah, Night Stalker, The Hunt for a Serial Killer. Mm, he was also it. featured in American Horror Story. Yes, he I, was. Re- I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was a good season. I don't, because it says it season five and off. nine. It says yeah, he, he was featured in five and nine. People. Yeah. He was. Yeah, I forgot. What yeah, because I guess nine was, uh, was that when they were at the camp? Yes, his like, camps came back. Or yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. If you ain't seen fucking American Horror Story, get the fuck over it. You shouldn't be listening to a podcast. Right. Like a <laughs> Love that show. Mm-hmm. 
and I'll continue to digress. Last season, I liked last season, but with the they do the aliens and yeah, and the vampires or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we have Dick Ramirez, the Night Stalker. What did he murder? Like thirteen people. Tortured we know like twenty five. Right. No well, way. Again, that's yeah. in eighty four, and he got caught in eighty five. No way. He just decided in eighty four. Like he's been doing it for a while. Yeah. Right. It's that. That's yeah, just, yeah. Like you said, that's what we know of. Right. Yeah. You know what else fascinates me about serial killers? Now that I think I'm thinking about the documentary. Because yeah, was, is the relationship that these detectives who like arrest these guys end up ha- like forming with these killers? No. Because they're like to. following each other, or well, not each other, but one's running away, the other one's trying to catch you, and they kind of like get to know each other. Then when they finally get to talk to each other, it's weird. Like whenever they right. talk about it, it's weird. And that's what I got. What do you from say? This, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I've been right? chasing like, you for a year and a half. You've ruined. <laughs> you've almost ruined my marriage. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, and you, the entire town, uh, city of Los Angeles is fucking scared. No. And I have you sitting across from me right now. Right. right. It's and like, your breath I'm, fucking stinks. I'm <laughs> stupid, stupid, tired because of you. And right. I can finally get a fucking night's rest, even though you probably right. can't because of all the shit you've gone through and mm-hmm. seen and whatever at these crime scenes. So it's like, even though he catches him, the, the detective, we never actually really talk about this either. The detective still has to deal with all that shit he's seen, even though he's caught the killer. Right. And that's fucked up. And that sucks. So I, I, I'm surprised we haven't talked about that. But I was just, I was thinking about now when I was thinking about the documentary and how. For the job, get over it. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was 13 counts of murder, five counts of attempted murder, mm-hmm. 11 counts of sexual assault, 14 counts of burglary. And he was given 19 death sentences. What the fuck of burglary charges don't mean shit when you got all those other ones going up against you. All right, but you know. As, as I was going to say, as MPs, we know you stack the charges. Stack all of them. <laughs> And what oh, you know? oh, I see here. Uh, fair to maintain sufficient clearance. Speed too fast for conditions. <laughs> and, and when you know the jury's verdict was unanimous. Duh. I would be. That's not a duh. Back then it's a duh. Nowadays it's not right, a duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nowadays, four people in the jury would have been like, well, he's Spanish. And they're kind of like fucking profiling him because of that. It's, like, it's all no, Trump's fault. Again. Profiling him because he fucking yeah. murdered people because he's an asshole. Right. And he literally screamed Hail Satan in the courtroom. So obviously he did it. You can't bring religion into the courts. There's Why a separation of church. There's a separation of church and state. Well, I meant because of all But we're still going to have you swear on the Bible. I meant because of all the shit he would leave at the crime scene. Oh, the irony. Right? Love it. The irony would be Satan telling him, you're not allowed in hell because you got caught. Purgatory. Yeah, you failed. You failed. Sorry. But he's like, but I... Purgatory for you, buddy. But I worshipped you. Shut the fuck up. There's no dentist in purgatory either. (laughs) I got a nice abandoned penitentiary you get to haunt for the rest of your existence. I do love the fact... Maybe those are the ghosts. I do love the fact that the the community stood up to fucking catch this guy. And they beat the fuck out of him. That's pretty... Right, well, again, I mean... You want to get your punch in? I would. Punch yeah. Stab. Not kill. Stab. No, a quick little maim. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, no permanent damage, but no, yeah, maybe no. mentally, but yeah, you got to get your because again, I mean, you got you have again, it's it's L.A. and San Fran. I mean, you have two you know, big cities. I mean, on edge again. Right. I mean, yeah, it's it wouldn't make it tough to sleep at night where because again, again, there's no pattern. Again, some of these guys, it's like oh, because I I can't even 
offhand think of who it is, but I mean, you've had ones in the past where like they're only going after blondes. So you have like all these blonde ladies going out and buying hair dye, you know, just to not David Berkowitz again, right? Just, just to not be a blonde anymore, you know? So, but again, with Ramirez, it, it go ahead and fucking dye your hair. That ain't going to fucking do nothing for you. Yeah. I like all of you. Right. Yeah. And women, (laughs) children. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just, it, it was almost like the seventies and eighties was just not a good time for women because a lot of these serial killers, like all they did was kill women. The night stalker, the fucking, well, also no, he also killed men too, but well, right. But yeah. Yeah. But you know, Kemper, the co-ed killer. When has it ever really been good to be a prostitute though? I mean, that's, that's not just the seventies and eighties thing. <laughs> Apparently it was good enough for Eileen Werner. She wasn't the one getting killed. Well, Spoiler. again, but that, but but again, that's that's putting a putting a bad name on the prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny, but not funny at all. Cause fuck her too. Indeed, I'm trying to find. He wasn't a big dude. Like he was a little guy, wasn't he? Oh, he was a scrawny motherfucker. So the fact that like I'm surprised the the community didn't like beat the fuck to, like beat him to death because <laughs> they beat him up pretty good. I'm pretty sure when he like got his mug shot taken, he had like cuts and shit and bruises all over his face. Those are always my favorite mug shots whenever you, especially if it was like someone that like, you know, freaking killed a cop or assaulted a cop or something. You see their mug yeah. shot right. after their face is drooping down. It's like, oh, I wonder that's, what happened yeah. there. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> what happened. But in this case, it wasn't the police that did it. No. And that's, that's what makes it even better that right. again, that it was the community. Cause I can't think of another serial killer where a whole community like stood up to like, look for this fucker. Like, oh shit, there he is. Let's go get him. Right. So it's a, you know, it's a pretty unique scenario with this guy. You know, he was, you know, worshiping Satan and doing this, that, and the other thing. And he was caught by citizens. It would, it would do this country a little good to have a little citizenship like that band together. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying we need a fucking string of serial killers to start running around the country and bring us together, but. Um, There already are. Right. Is another thing that boggles my mind because I don't know how people get away with that shit these days. With all the cameras and shit everywhere all the time. Like, there's always something being recorded these days. How the fuck do people get away with being a serial killer? Well, you can't. It's a lot harder. It's a lot. Maybe you'll get away with what's considered serial, two or three. I think it's at least two. Fuck it. Let's do a a period of instruction. I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in the first episode, but I don't (laughs) remember. Plus, I've been drinking, so I hope our listeners are drinking while we talk, too. Serial killer is typically a person who murders three or more pets, three or more people. Okay, it is three. In service of abnormal psychological gratification. With the murders taking place over more than a month and including a significant period of time between them, which makes sense. Would you say Ramirez was doing it for gratification? Because I, I still feel like he was doing it to get the drugs. He could have like, He could have totally... Did the home invasions based on getting drugs or looking for money for drugs or something to pawn for drugs. But whenever someone was right. in there, I think the gratification of killing them and torturing them and raping them had nothing to do with drugs. Yeah. Because if you're going to go into a house to look for something to pawn or look for money or whatever, just so you could feed your addiction. Well, you maybe it started there, that way. And then someone was there and you killed true. them. By accident. You know, maybe. And then it was like, well, how like, far well, can shit. I take it? Right. Because fuck it. I'm already. I'm still in control. Mm-hmm. Take it all the way. Well, a lot of a lot of these guys get off by doing what they did, and right. it doesn't sound like he got off by it. He just did it to do it. Right. Like I don't. I don't think anything. I, I don't think I've heard or seen anything that suggested that he did it because 
you know, it got him horny or whatever, like some of these other fucktards that right. did this shit. But yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, because the Golden State Killer, he did the sh- same shit. He would do home invasions. He'd tie people up, fuck with them. He'd do this, he'd do that. But he, I don't think, you know, it wasn't for drugs for him. It was for the gratification of torturing people and making them think that they might die. As where Ramirez, it was just kind of like, I think it was just a game to him. It was just fun. Like he was hunting people. So he didn't give a shit if he was going into the house to find money or drugs. If he did, then it was a plus. But if there was someone in the house, then I think it was just a game for him to go and torture them or murder them or rape them or whatever he was doing. Well, that's because like not everyone was raped by him. Right. So, and again, I mean, it goes to the no rhyme or reason to any of it. You know, it's doesn't make sense. None of it. (laughs) While you were gone, I gave another period of instruction on what serial killer is. Good times. Three or one. It's always good to know. Yeah. The three or more, he fits that mold. But uh, again, there's, I mean, there's just no rhyme or reason to it. It's just, it's weird. Well, the thing is, is, you know, part of the actual definition is that is psychological gratification. And we were just talking about how I don't, I was saying how I don't think it had anything to do with that with him. He just did it for fun. What did I uh, see? And Maury was saying how he, he did the home invasions probably to look for money or drugs or whatever, or money for drugs or things to pawn for drugs. And I think if someone was there, they were just in the wrong place at the wrong time because he liked to have fun. And then it became an opportunity for him. Right. He right. And so there's some psychiatrist, Michael H. Stone, described Ramirez as a made psychopath, like Lori was saying, that he was he was made as opposed to being a born psychopath. Uh, He says that Ramirez's uh, schizoid personality disorder contributed to his indifference to the suffering of his victims and his untreatability. And indifference, I mean, that sums him up, I mean, to a T. I mean, because that's all of his crimes. I mean, indifference is the bottom bottom line there. He said uh, Ramirez was knocked unconscious and almost died on multiple occasions before he was six years old. And as a result, later developed temporal lobe epilepsy, aggressivity, aggressivity, and hypersexuality. So there's your there's your clinical, <laughs> you know, definitions of one one Ricardo Ramirez. So. Well, and then being a teenager with those deficits, like I said, I mean, and that's plus again, like the I, drugs. And the right, hormones, which are already fucked up. You know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and that's the thing. I mean, and, and you you know it because you've got one yourself. Throw yeah. drugs, alcohol, trauma, all that out. Just being a teenager. Right. You think they're psychopaths already. Yeah. <laughs> you know, without right. without all that added to it. So, yeah, when you that's just a fucking deadly mix when you. Again, I mean, I can't even imagine freaking you. Know, again, the LSD, freaking <laughs> you know, fucking cocaine, drinking it, fucking yeah. tan, all that shit, man. Again, because it's there's enough going on with the development and all that stuff's going to stunt it and just make it all freaking out of whack that then you end up with serial killers. It's actually sad, though. Like he never had a childhood. He probably has never felt love before or loved. No, oh, has no. no- yeah, no, no has, concept of it. Yeah, no idea. No, because because again, I mean that that was you know what he did. That was his world. You know yeah. that that was all he knew. And and his cousin showing him like opening up his world to him, that had to be some sort of affection for him, and so he gravitated towards it. You know, right? It was yeah, it was somebody actually you know 
as as fucked up as it is, <laughs> it was somebody showing, you know, taking some time to just show him yeah. anything as mm-hmm. even if it is fucking murder and rape pictures. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know, this is an older, not father uh, figure, but it's but to. it's right. Exactly. Yeah. It's someone to look up to that yeah. is taking some time out of their day to show me attention <laughs> again, whether it's misguided as it is. But yeah, that's, that's, you know, I'm sure that's how he looked at it. And, and he's know, like, kids, okay, well, this is this. Yeah. They want attention. Right. And, and this, if this is giving me attention. attention this, right. Getting. He's giving me attention. This is what he does. Okay. This right. is what I want to do. Yeah. Right. Sure. And so now we have a serial killer. <laughs> well, had had, sorry. <laughs> Past tense. He done been deaded. Indeed. Oh, so the crown apple is it's a little, little tough. Oh, is it? <laughs> and I mean, going from fucking, you know, Bud Light Sour, <laughs> you know, it's not bad, but it's. Is it strong or is it just nasty? It's, it's a little of both. Uh, let me see. What's 7%? Oh, 7%. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see where the night takes us. All right. We already start recording now. All right. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm pretty sure if I learned anything from Richard Ramirez, it's. Don't do drugs, hard drugs. Go to the dentist and don't murder people. Well, on that third one. I would go to Disneyland, though. He did give good advice. <laughs> on that third one, I'm, I mean, I'm always going to throw that. Don't get caught murdering people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you need to, no. I guess disclaimer. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, okay. We're putting kids don't murder people. You know, he was in Arizona <laughs> when, like, I think the cops had the most information on him. And he had no idea he was being looked for and then when he came back that's when he started to realize people were watching him yeah. get off the bus why, right why are people fucking following me like he had no idea that he he was just walking out there like man what am i gonna do tonight <laughs> <laughs> who, who am i gonna you know, kill today which house, you know <laughs> right he, I think had, he, I think he was completely caught by I surprise. think he was on a bus when he realized people were like paying attention right to him, and he was like what the fuck's going on <laughs> I now side note. I now know what Billy was just laughing at. Yeah, but I think because didn't he see? I think he saw like a, a drawing of what looked like him on, a, on on like on a newspaper, and that's when he was like, "Fuck." Yeah. Oh. Then he started to panic. Mm-hmm. And then he tried fucking carjacking people, and people were like, "Fuck you! We're gonna beat you up." Cool. Those are the best too. I miss the 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 police sketch. You know, pictures used to come out like DB Cooper and all that yeah. shit. Now it's all fucking like computerized. They're going to fucking 3D and age progress them. No, give me that age fucking. Yeah. yeah. Just give me that fucking hand drawn little sketch, man. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing that cracks me again. I'm going off on, on a digression. The, it's still to this day, the fucking uh, the trials. They always have that fucking uh, chalk, <laughs> that chalk artist. That does <laughs> Looks yeah, nothing like the guy yeah. on the stand. Right, it's some fucking impressionist painter that's fucking just right. throwing it together. Yeah, oh, that fucking cracks me up. Yeah, like I said, you know, they'll do the 3D age progression for somebody missing or wanted or whatever. But if it's somebody sitting in the courtroom, it's going to be some fucking finger painting. Yeah, <laughs> like it. a person yeah. you can see. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> right. Live. <laughs> Too hard. Love that. That was another one of my little digressions. Sorry. That's what I'm here for. Came here to finger paint. <laughs> so, all right, Lori, to go back to what we were talking about before, by the FBI's definition, oh. there may be as many as 2,000 active serial killers in the United States. I know. But 
these killers are largely members of terrorist and organized crime organizations. Mm-hmm. Organized crime. All right, well, let's not discuss that. Yeah, just in okay. case. But yeah, apparently there's a shit ton of them. Uh, even like now, like that's insane. I, I can't. I understand why they were were so many and so many prevalent ones in the 70s and 80s, but I can't understand how people do that shit today. There's fucking cars everywhere, cameras everywhere, and cars, and, ca- and cars, <laughs> fucking cars everywhere. Fucking Michelob fucking Seltzer is talking. Well, that, again, I mean, that's the thing. We don't... It apples it's, out. It's all the Michelob. That's, <laughs> Fuck. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It just seemed like, for whatever reason, it just seemed so much more prevalent back then. And mm-hmm. it's either... It's either I'm going to suppress these feelings to go out and kill somebody because it is so easy to get caught now, or they're just that much more sneaky now that they're not getting caught. Because, again, I mean... One of my things is, I mean, there's just just in fucking America, not even worldwide, there's so many missing people for various reasons and stuff. And I mean, we can just dive into fucking Epstein and fucking sex trafficking. And but, I mean, there's people that just disappear. And I mean, it, more times than not, you never know anything that happened to him or whatever. And so, I mean, Jean-Benet. right. And I mean, you, you chalk, you, you could chalk it up to lost hikers, fucking. Again, it was throwing sex traffic in, but I mean, there's got to be that element of fucking serial killer. Throw that in, you know, and because this is fucking Operation Unknown, we're going to throw in fucking alien abductions. I mean, there's oh, yeah. there's so much, there's so many things that, and again, I mean, it's just amazing. And again, with the way technology is now, how is there that many missing people happening still to this day right. with all the technology we have and stuff? It's, I mean, and like yeah. I said, I mean, it can't all be... It's not all happening because of one thing. It's mm-hmm. it's a combination of a lot of stuff. And I think serial killers is lumped in there with it. And it's right. whether they've gotten better at not getting caught or, you know, whatever it is. But I mean, it for sure is still happening. Yeah, that's true. Because on one hand, there's all these cameras and shit everywhere now. But on the other hand, there's all these other assholes like Dick Ramirez who have taught new serial killers what not to do. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. For all we know, there's probably 30 fucking Dick Ramirez's out there right now doing what they're doing and not getting caught. Exactly. We just, we don't know about them. Well, DNA doesn't help. Well, fuck, we got one right now. I mean, look at all the people who are submitting their DNA for ancestry Mm -hmm. or like, I want to know what diseases I have. I mean, they found a killer because I don't know if it's the brother, somebody in his family did Mm -hmm. it. And they connected him and it had to be familial. It had it has to be a brother or a father. Like fucking everybody's being tracked right now. Right. And one you of know? the famous cases so. of that is Joey D'Angelo, the Golden State Killer. Yeah. Former police officer. What yeah. a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker's like 92. They're gonna sentence him to a thousand years. Like just say 10 years, he'll be dead. But then but then he'll live to 113. <laughs> right. That's that's, that's right. what happened. The first human being. <laughs> right. Uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, that's Dick Ramirez in a hour. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. In a nutshell, yeah. The Cliff's Notes versions. Like he was like a nut. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think he's the first uh, Latino serial killer we discussed this season so far. Yeah, everyone else has been white so far. What the fuck? Fucking racist. These serial killers are racist. Like man, They're all white. Man, man, man keeping you down, man. That's what it's all about. <laughs> 
And the rest of the people we're talking about is are all white. So we got Ramirez, affirmative it's, action. Let's go. Let's do it. Way to bring right. the vi- diversity in here. Right, yeah. I mean, if, if, if we're about nothing, we're about diversity. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's the cornerstone of this podcast. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm having fun. I like talking about serial killers. I like watching documentaries on serial killers. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, All this uh, shit. Yeah. I want to oh, yeah. thank. Well, it, it was it was it was discussed prior to I think the record button being pressed. But Lori, like you said, I mean this is this is your go to serial killer guy, right? I mean, yeah. This was he had no boundaries, right? He used all the weapons and clue in every room against everyone. Oh, you know, real quick digression: I mean... Wyatt's favorite game right now is Clue. Yeah, oh, told, is it? Yes, because I I introduced him to the movie because that is my all time. Oh, ever I mean, ever since I was little. Anytime we went to Blockbuster, even if we were there a week before, I always rented Clue, and I introduced it to him, and he freaking loved it. And so now we've got Clue, Clue Junior. We've got all the games, but yeah, that's, that's his, awesome. that's his jam. That's awesome. But anyway, mention, but <laughs> I was just gonna mention how when I just dis- when I revealed the season to Lori, she was like, "I want to do the Dick Ramirez one." Well, she didn't say Dick Ramirez, but yeah. I said Richard Ramirez, right. Right. the Night Stalker. Most, most most people do. I think Billy's the only one that refers to him as well, he Dick was a Ramirez. Dicky. He was Let's a call Dick, him and his name's Dick. Right. Well, the, the, everyone we've talked about this season's a Dick, but they don't all get called <laughs> they're that because na- they're not named Richard. Dick is short for Richard. If anything, actually, he's Dick it's Ricardo. Dick right. Ricardo. I was going to say I don't. I just... <laughs> Dick Hardo. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know the uh, Pedro. I don't know what the. I don't know what the their their version of calling somebody dick. I don't even I'm trying to think of what the fucking word for dick is, but Penga. I'm sure I've been called it quite a few times. But I'm pretty sure I've heard Chupi <laughs> made Penga a few times. So I think it's Penga. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I always get Chinga Sumadre. That's the one. <laughs> uh, okay. I've I've got all the notes saved somewhere <laughs> at my desk. <laughs> oh, that's right. You probably get said a lot of shit too. Yeah, every well, when I was at the jail, yeah, it was every other fucking little note I'd get. I'm like, all right, well, I'm not gonna talk to you anymore. I'll be too busy fucking my mom, evidently. So, <laughs> <laughs> and they would know best, right? <laughs> Morons. All right, well, that was fun. Who are we talking about next? I don't even know. I don't know. Should we say it or should that. I like leave a fucking cliffhanger here? Do a cliffhanger. I should do a cliffhanger, right? I don't even know. I. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, I don't even think my list save is the on best the phone for last. Anymore. I have a weird, weird fascination with the the, the last guy we're going to do, and I don't know the, why. I just get do a, get a serial killer boner for him. And the weirdest <laughs> part is, I moved or her, to the or her, state I'm where not. he's from. <laughs> <laughs> I, the irony, but uh, yeah, I had fun. Dick Ramirez, he's one of the. He is definitely one of the goats of serial killing, and I'm surprised he's not on the list of the top ten. Whoever made that list is a moron. But uh, I just I was Scott, looking I was looking it up before and I was like how is he not on here? No, there's no way. But uh, maybe it's because he's not um, as known as we thought he was. Like Lori I was feel that's before. It. Yeah. That's probably it. I've, I've I I have to Google this now because there's no way. That... <laughs> I just looked. Oh, uh, well, I understand you just looked at it, but I'm not there with you, <laughs> William. Well, you might not <laughs> fucking find the same list I found. I don't know, but number one wasn't even on our list, so. Well, we did discuss him, though, right? No, no, no. We're, I think okay, we're now we need to compare lists. lists <laughs> what fucking lists are we looking at? Are we right talking now? about Doctor Death? <laughs> yeah, 
Derek, Dr. Harold Shipman. Yeah, we didn't British talk physician. about him. Did we talk about him? We didn't no, talk about we, him. The, I think the only Brit we talked, we didn't talk about him. Oh, no, we did. Fucking Brit. Fucking Jack the Ripper. Duh. Jack the Ripper. But that was last. Well, that's a that given. Was, that was an yeah, that wasn't even, that wasn't even this season. And then we again, yeah, this again, season. July 4th, 1775 says I don't have to talk about Brits ever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, nice little segue. We did talk about the Zodiac Killer that episode. And if you haven't seen the Batman yet, I highly suggest seeing it because Paul Dano, the actor who plays the Riddler, is a fucking genius. And he is like basically the one that suggested that the Riddler's character in this movie should be based off of the Zodiac Killer. They did. Well, I think they came out and said, right, that he was. Yeah. They, I mean, they no did spoiler. Trailer. It's not a spoiler. No, no, because that already came out. Like, that's fucking genius. And you have to see the movie. I'm just saying. Um, and you'll see why. <laughs> when is it? Uh, H.H. Holmes. Boom. We talked about it. Yeah, see, him. my cheap ass, I'm going to wait 45 days and then it'll be on be on HBO Max. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jeffrey Lionel Dahmer. Wait, is it top 10 serial killers or killers in America? No, because there's a Russian dude on here too. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did. Uh, in Butcher the of Rostov. Yeah, I didn't. We Andre didn't. Chikali- Chikatilo. No idea. Well, that, that fucking Russian is going to shit too. Up, that Russian is going to end up getting surpassed by Putin. Just saying, not to get political. <laughs> Spoiler alert on when this is being recorded. If you haven't heard yet, there's a <laughs> war going on. <laughs> Hopefully, by the time this is released, it's resolved, but we don't know. I forgot about the boogeyman. That guy's crazy. He was in that book I read. I've read one book in the last 15 fucking years, and it was about serial killers. And that guy, Robert Fish, or was it Robert Fish? That speaks that speaks that. volumes about you. Eileen Warnos made the top ten. Look at that. Yeah. But yeah. All Crazy. right. Well, she's not on my list. Yeah, you see, so many <laughs> I'm on medium.com, whatever the fuck that is. I don't know I was, what the fuck I was on. Medium. Yeah, it's just medium.com. Oh, yeah, so am I. Oh, we're yeah. on the same list then. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was the it was the second thing that popped up the first one was seven of history's most notorious mm. i only have two free member only stories left this month though so i can't look at too many other articles on this I website I play that game. <laughs> Ooh, 13 most deranged serial killers but uh yeah i mean he may not have been dick ramirez uh i'm talking about here um dicardo he may not have been like one of the most brutal serial killers that we're discussing or have he was still pretty brutal Compared to other ones that eat people and make lampshades out of fucking human flesh. Um, they're just thinking green and recycling, sir. The motherfucker had a belt. (laughs) This guy's just cat. Yeah. Oh, who doesn't want a nipple belt? I mean, come on. This guy's just (laughs) casting these bodies away and they're going to waste. These other people. He's recycling. (laughs) Reusing and recycling. Recycling. Yeah. Should we throw Think green, man. Friendly, should, damn it. Yes. Should we, should we throw in another just disclaimer that we're not actually laughing about these people dying and we're just drunk? Um, no. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I'll disclaimer it. I'm laughing at it. It I wasn't like, me. I feel like <laughs> home invasions and murders that he was doing and torturings, whatever. You know, Ed Gain, that motherfucker. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer was trying to make zombies. We'll talk about that later on, but still, right. you, you know, that's he fun. was hungry. Leave him alone. <laughs> Dahmer was like a fucking 8.9 on the Richter scale of serial killing, where Dick Ramirez was like a 7.4. I agree with that. Yeah. I'll, I'll accept those numbers. Yeah. I concur. Yeah. We, should, we should fucking create an operation unknown serial killer metric. Fuck it. Richter scale? Yeah, like Richter. A, Richter, a murder scale. <laughs> <laughs> 
It'll go on the Facebook page. Yeah, I was going to say, we have now. Oh, man. Finally, the king of segues is back. That was a beautiful segue. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Operation Unknown, fully functional Facebook page. Boom. Full blown. Full blownsies. I don't even know. A couple of months ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. In between this episode and the last one. In between. Again, it'll just be a week. It'll just be a week between for the listeners. But no, months have gone by. I am now 37. No, I will. (laughs) But uh, I'm now collecting a pension. But we we finally got this next episode out. Welcome to Operation. (laughs) 9,000 years old now because they make medicine that makes us older now. But uh, yeah, Dick Ramirez. The Night Stalker, piece of shit, fun guy that Laurie loves to talk about. And uh, again, as big of a piece of a shit that he is and was, it's still a very. He's a very fascinating human being. Yeah, it's. it's, Or he was. If you're going to be a serial killer, do it right now. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Don't don't leave the patterns. Don't leave the fucking breadcrumbs. No MO. Mm -hmm. Right. You know. Other than just looking for drugs. And And again, back to what we're talking about. Who know how many of those are out there now right. that there hasn't been a pattern established? Right. I've got a murder here in fucking Kansas City, and I've got mm-hmm. a fucking murder in Topeka, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure there's plenty of people that love this guy way more than we do, and right. actually took that shit to heart and are copycatting that motherfucker right. better. Right. Um, and that's scary, actually. Like, I'm fascinated by these guys, but I'm not going to go out there and fucking murder women because Ted Bundy's my fucking go-to serial killer. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, but yeah, that's that's a whole other thing that needs to be discussed. We yeah, you, you discuss that. You, you, you discuss that with your therapist. <laughs> <laughs> we should do an episode on abnormal psychology. That shit's crazy. I took a class in college on abnormal psychology. I did a lot too. of these guys were mentioned. <laughs> I, I even took a I class why. in women's psychology. You want to know who the only guy was in that class? Let me guess. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I ended up dropping it. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, forced to drop. It. <laughs> I was a little uncomfortable in that class. First student ever. <laughs> All right. Well, Lori, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for yeah. your love of Dick Ramirez. Serial killers. And uh, well, serial killers too. <laughs> and if you ever want to come back on, we'll talk about. Yeah, we need, we need we need to do this more often. Shit, right? maybe one day they'll catch the Gilgo Beach killer and we can talk about him again or her. I it could think be her. It's the cop. Could be her. Uh, I, I do. I think it's a cop too. I think so. When in doubt, blame the police. So if if <laughs> if we want to take another seventy-four year hiatus, you know, mm. like, uh, like Rose and Titanic, it's been eighty-four years. <laughs> Where can they find us if they haven't mm. found us? Well, as mentioned before. There is a Facebook page for Operation Unknown Podcast. Uh, obviously, we are on the Instagram. The podcast itself is on numerous podcast platforms, whether it be your Spotify's. I think we, we what do I keep? What do I used to keep saying? The Apple, iTunes, whatever. But iTunes. Apple, yeah. But it's yeah. on Apple Podcasts. We're everywhere. Anchor. We're on it all. Yeah, so we might be on more some than others. We're we're still working some of that out. I think. Yeah, now that sure. I think about That's... it, I might even make a fucking Twitter. Fuck it. Like I said, the bird, as ironic as it is, the Birdman doesn't tweet. <laughs> I, I will. I will. I will. I will tweet soon. I will. I will stand by that till the day I die. The Birdman does not tweet. Looks like Lori, new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your friends of the family, and tell your family friends. 
to check us out. Operation Unknown podcast on all the different social medias now. Yes, no, except Twitter. Until- except for Twitter, but <laughs> evidently that's evidently that's going to happen now. It might not. I was just throwing it out there, but whatever. It's, there's no end to the 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 reach of our grasp. We can right. we're out there. If you're lost, just Google Operation Unknown. Yes. Yeah, and if if you if you're listening and you can, maybe can you shoot us an email and let us know what you think of this season? I know in the first two seasons we've been doing a whole bunch of random shit with aliens and whatever else and did ghosts and whatever. Our, but did I not give our email address yet? I don't know if you no. did, but you should oh, because no, I no. want people to like let us know if they like seasons like this where it's like s- centralized themed. on one specific topic. themed, yes, themed. themed, themed. I was getting or we could do uh, 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 themed mini series or seltzer, whatever it's called. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We could do like two or three in a row of one topic and then another topic and. I mean, I'm not going to say that this will this will be the last serial killer season. There's no. plenty of them out there. No, there's obviously. I mean, we we were all on different lists looking at different serial killers. So <laughs> obviously, there's there's a cornucopial cluster of serial there killers Boom. out there. So, <laughs> but yes, an hour and a half. <laughs> Send us an email, Operation Unknown Podcast gmail.com any comments suggestions all that good stuff go to i think it's apple yeah apple has the well, i think spotify review. does too now yeah leave a review on any of those and if you've already you given think, us all suggestions that good don't worry we know it's just we're doing serial killers this season and it's just taking us forever to get through this season so it's <laughs> we've already yeah we're already working on next season we've got suggestions already yeah, right and I, what i'm thinking is maybe we'll fly birdman out here for a week and then we'll do all 10 episodes <laughs> Fuck it. Oof, well, man, I, will get it over I don't think my liver could take that <laughs> <laughs> But damn it, you're gonna try. No, well, yeah, don't, don't don't think I won't try. We'll just do one live 24 hour episode. Oh my god, you Jesus! <laughs> just just bring like 74 cases of Corona, yeah. please. Well, if we did it at the Pod Bay, we'd end up getting kicked out. I'm sure. So the Pod Bay, the pod bay is dead, unfortunately. The Pod Room. The Pod Room, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, Lori, thank you. Absolutely. Always thank you welcome. for having me. Always, Always a welcome. blast. Always welcome. Shit, we're what? I would like to have you and a disbeliever in chief on one episode, though, because you like. We need we need get them both on like right. a well, end they're of both the year, different ends of the spectrum, or end of the season. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then she does. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Let's do it. We'll do like Let's a. Let's do it. It's so many ways. <laughs> Fuck, we might have to do it. That'll be our surprise episode. We'll do like a whole. Well, it's not surprising anymore. <laughs> well, you can seconds. cut this part out. <laughs> oh, we don't cut shit out. This is this is law <laughs> and live and raw. Okay, um, it's raw minus <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yes. Oh man, if we could get him on here, <laughs> that'd be some shit, wouldn't that? That'd be just, wild. I'm trying to do some math real quick. Silence. Not really silence because that would just be oh, awkward. We should do for an this. episode on the Unabomber. He's still alive. We can write to him. Do you? Oh, yeah, you could. Maybe we could send him a phone card and he could fucking call <laughs> it. Call it. <laughs> we'll put some money on your commissary. <laughs> Six cents. That's all I got. That makes me wonder: Does inflation go up in prison too? Like, are these prisoners? That's all. I'm, uh, who knows? My toilet paper. No, because either way, we're all we're all fucking we're all paying for it. So 
52 days. 52 days. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Birdman will be touching down in Salt Lake City. I think we'll be done with the season by then, hopefully. Mm. <laughs> At the rate Did we're you going, say maybe 52 not. days? Uh, yeah. that, no, that's not right. Is that right? Isn't it next month? End of next month, though. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't It doesn't seem right, but it is. Yeah, 53 days. Huh. Holy shit. Oh. Yeah, maybe we'll get like... You'd uh, think it was like only like 30 days away. Right. Yeah, but no, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. it's 52 hey, maybe days. We'll, maybe we'll get a nice episode going. We'll do an Operation Unknown with everyone and talk about... Well, shit. Know, I mean, shit. honestly, we could do the, the final one there, right? I don't think we <laughs> We'd have to have it out by then, right? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, hmm. but we could hmm. always do the actual, we'll do something. the actual episode, extra episode that we've always... Yeah. Um, we'll do something. Obviously, I, obviously, we'll do something. Yeah. I mean, I have talked to the Disbeliever Chief. He does want to talk about a couple of serial killers that are not on this list that aren't well known, and I've looked them up. I've t- I've I've kn- I knew a couple of them, but uh, that would be a good idea. That'd be fun. Well, as the co-host, uh, I'm just gonna say I would really like to be involved in that conversation as well. So you might want to send me the list too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time. You know, you know, all you motherfuckers in your fancy dinners every night talking about all this shit. Some of us fucking. Eating fucking macaroni and cheese in Ohio, want to know what's going on too. You think I'm capable of remembering to do something like that? No, um, I know that. No, in five years from now, you'd be all over it, dude. To set up this episode, <laughs> it it was literally ninety percent done talking to each one of you separately until I realized we have a chat together. Right, <laughs> and, I, and well, it, today when I was like, "Hey, what's time?" Well, and we we both forgot. We both forgot last week or the week before, or whatever, two weeks in a row to record. Eh. It got also done. correct. Yeah, that yeah. should have been done last week. This episode, but sorry. Yeah. Um, but he had to go see Batman. No, no, no. Well, that, yeah, that was <laughs> earlier in the week. twice. Yeah, I did see it twice. Fuck you guys. I saw, <laughs> I saw Batman for six hours, forty-eight hours. It's a good movie. It's a good I'm jealous. Movie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like jealous. It. It's a really good fucking movie. I fucking love it. And whatever you give, you give it uh, the the two I thumbs up. It, I gave it a nine point two. And I that's right. Yeah, you did. Well, send when me I that. checked it, it was a nine point one on IMDb. But it's a real. It's a different movie. It's not a superhero movie. It's like a like. It's, I'm, I'm going to go into it open minded. Is a legit detective. Like it's how it should be. How it Which is, is, I mean, that that's the basis of right. him originally. And he's only two years old as Batman in a movie, so no spoilers. Two years old. He's only been Batman for two years. Oh, in other words. no, you, you you just said he's only two years old as Batman. This is a whole different movie now. <laughs> he's a young Batman. The diaper the, the diaper and the caped crusader. <laughs> he's got the baby Batman suit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's a really good fucking movie, though. And Paul Dano <laughs> revived the Riddler character. So. We'll see. Like I said, I'm, I'm Colin Farrell is unrecognizable. Right? You, yeah, I've already I've already seen the pictures of that. So the you pictures, got the over voice, the fact he, nothing. He doesn't even sound like him. Like he changes his voice. It's weird. So the Christian <laughs> Bale. Both times I saw the movie, I tried <laughs> yeah, to hear and that. see Colin Farrell. I couldn't do it. Yeah, that's how. Good I just was. can't see Twilight right now because I haven't seen the movie. All he I actually, see is Twilight. A, no, that's. In my opinion. My my thing is because again, that's again. Phew, oh, fuck! Don't even get me started. He's actually. Um, he's actually. A very, <laughs> I think he's a very good Batman. His Bruce Wayne. Really? Well, that's my thing because I I was anti Affleck or Affleck. Not the duck. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I didn't give him any credit going into it, and then I I did enjoy him as right. batman so i'm gonna go in with an open mind 
Right. And don't go in thinking it's a superhero movie because it's kind of not. No, no, I'm I'm cool with that. Like I said, but I'm... It's, yeah, I mean, he he was good. He was a very good Batman. He just it was his Bruce Wayne was a little weird to me. I didn't like it. But I mean, Batman he was, was okay. he was a good Batman. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. As long as over, he, long as he didn't, he, he fucking, didn't like, overdo the voice and all that shit. As long as he didn't fucking glitter in the sun, I'm good. Yep. Other than that, I'm good. You got to remember, also, he's also British. So, like, when he does his English or American accent, it's it's his voice is going to sound different. So, some of them are very good at that. Yeah, Christian Bale is British too. Oh, he's Welsh. He's Welsh. And I think honestly, though, I think British people do better at doing a non-British like American accent than yeah. we do going that way. But mm-hmm. whatever. Again. July 4th, super, 1775. Super digression at the end of the episode. <laughs> or 1776. So go ahead and check. November 10th, 1775, so that I didn't have to listen to that shit anymore. <laughs> All right. You told them the Instagram. You told them the email. You told them we have Facebook. What else do we have to We're do? everywhere. We're everywhere. We've done it all. Google. We're in your homes like Dick Ramirez. <laughs> Ooh, too soon. Ooh, that was kind of dark. Oh. <laughs> Never been so scared and so aroused at the same time in my life. I'm telling you, I watched too many goddamn serial killer documentaries. I'm fucked up. Mm. Next week's episode is going to be about Billy. Just saying. (laughs) I'm going to be hosting it myself. Billy the Kid, 2020 version, 2020s version, whatever. uh, Whatever Whatever year you're in, motherfucker. I can't wait to finish the last three episodes just because. We're getting there. The content alone is awesome. And we'll be done recording. We won't have to worry about this for a little bit. <laughs> Plus, we well, can figure well, out. That's the, we, we really need to just swing right into the next season as soon as we can. <laughs> At the rate you're going. I agree. Yeah. Well. In case anyone wonders, doing shit like this, you have to be like, it's weird. You have to be in a mood. You have to be in like a fucking, like in the zone. If you don't, if you skip a week, what? that's it. It's, it's game over. <laughs> well, it doesn't help that we're on opposite, basically opposite ends of the country too. I mean, there's, right, there's. Yeah timing to get involved in all that shit and we're making it work we're doing it people are listening you know people are liking it as far as i know hopefully and, we and again it. even if it's just us that's fine i'm cool yeah, with that yeah. too <laughs> I love talking about this shit. when you come out here we'll watch we'll watch one of the documentaries fuck it mm-hmm. actually by the time you're out here the batman will be on hbo max we could watch it in, on the wall if you want or if, if we're allowed to <laughs> I'm like inviting you. I think it comes out April 22nd or something, my brother. 40, yeah, well, because it's 45 days from like today, I think. Yeah, that's that's the agreement. Which again, as I Googled, it's 52 days before I'll be there. So yeah, it'll be out it'll on be good HBO to go. Max. So I can watch that does seem weird though that it's 52 it days. Because again, we're just a month away, but it's it's weird. Well, it's only March. So it's like a month so. and two, three weeks, maybe. And you, yeah, no. you got to remember, it's also literally like the last day of April. Right. And we're <laughs> still at the beginning. But yeah, it's, it's just weird, though. I mean, to think it's next month, but then to hear 52 days makes it seem a lot right, yeah. further away. Right. If I said I was coming out there next month or I'm coming out there in 52 days. Right. Which one sounds quicker? You know, it's next month. Next month. Right. Yeah. But it's it's the same. <laughs> no, just just like Richard Ramirez. There's no rhyme or reason to this shit either. <laughs> I'm gonna. So yeah, I think I'm gonna try to see if I can. We can do the recording for the last episode on my birthday. What better way to spend my birthday than talk about the goat? Could <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. there be other activities involved? Obviously. 
As everyone knows, I have weird fascinations with stupid shit like the Titanic, Ted Bundy. Uh, what else is there? What about what else have I told you guys Numbers. about? Numbers. Huh? Like your birthday. You're like, oh, yeah, this other person's born on my birthday. Mm, or okay. this guy was born in March. That's just like me. <laughs> Andre Dawson and Jessica Simpson were born on the same day as me. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. My birthday is weird. Undertaker, Peyton Manning, <laughs> uh, Clyde Barrow. Oh, that's Houdini. cool. Mine is Bill Clinton. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> the pride of Please. Hope, Arkansas. Leave it to Lori to bring politics into the fucking operation. He no did it. That's just. I am with that. I think we're going to have to call it an <laughs> <laughs> Because if the Clintons are mentioned on a podcast, those people usually yeah, disappear. It, so. it was, oh, it apparently, they're committing suicide. <laughs> When when my obituary comes out and says I shot myself in the head twice, <laughs> that's front and back. Me. I feel bad for anyone that's named Epstein that's not related to him. Mm. I'm sure there's a few of them out there. Sucks to be you. Mm. It'll change to like something Again, else. Again, sure. Michelob Ultra Seltzers are talking, not me. I'm talking with a lot of alcohol in me, but I'll claim it. I'll claim probably. it. It's Crown Apple. We should probably cut about it. this. We should probably Crown Royal. Have a good night, everyone. Oh, I thought we were ending it. Sorry. Well, I didn't say good night to everyone yet. Even though they're probably listening to this at like their morning. Whatever time you listen to it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. All right. Truman Show. Love it. (laughs) Truman Show, yeah. Lori, thank you. Berman, thank you. Indeed. Thank you. Indeed. All right. I know the CIA would say what you hear is all hearsay.